0: My God, I'm telling you, uh, Sister Yolanda DeBerry, uh, if I could sing like that, I, I don't know what I would do, you know, uh, just, <laughs> just thank God for her ministry, you know, and just thank God for you. Thank God for you joining us on this eighth day of, of November, and you're listening to Sunday Morning Live, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, that's Pomona, California. And you are Inside the Pages with Pastor Carl Henderson. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. and Thursday, Acts of the Holy Ghost. You know, it's nothing like talking about the Lord. And we, we believe, you know, we believe the Bible is the word of God. And that's from Genesis to Revelation. Therefore, I'm faithful. Bow the church, we believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. God has the best plan. He has the only plan. There is no plan B. You need to get that in your spirit right now. There is no plan B. Only God's plan. That's plan A, alpha. If you've missed any of the messages, please visit ConnectingTruth.org and click God on Demand. And this will give you access to the message archive. You know, there's a video on our website. There's a video on ConnectingTruth.org that speaks louder than words. And I want to encourage you to watch that, you know, and to share that video with others because that video is a visual of what is going to happen in the future. Now, God has it on his time. I don't know the day. I don't know the hour. No man does, but God does. And, but it's, this is a visual of what is going to happen on that time. And it's, it really speaks louder than words. And, and I want to encourage everyone to watch that and to share SML uh, with someone else. You know, if you just Google SML inside the pages, it will bring up our podcast on iHeart. It will bring it up on, uh, on Spotify and other uh, Google and other um, medias. And so certainly we want to get the word of God out, you know. And so before we go into the word of God, well, let's let's worship some more. You know, this is Sunday morning and we should be worshiping the Lord and renewing ourselves, renewing our vows that we have made unto him. And, you know, and I believe yours You wouldn't be with us right now at this hour. And so with that being said, let's worship the Lord, no matter where you are, maybe on your way to work, maybe you're you're. In the service right now, in the spirit of the service, with let's worship the Lord. Lift your hands, open your mouth up, and give God some praise. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. Withholding nothing, we say yes unto your will. Yes unto your way. Bless you, Jesus. Mighty God, I believe that's what the Lord is looking for. You know, we're not about form and fashion, but we're about serving the Lord. You know, we're talking about being rapture ready and he's coming back. He's looking for those that are worshiping him in spirit and in truth. The Bible tells us that let everything have breath to praise the Lord, you know, but uh, everything that has breath should praise the Lord. The cedars of Lebanon clap their hands, you know, but when it comes to worshiping God, the true worshipers, the worshipers, the worshipers are in spirit and in truth. That's what they're about, they're about worshiping the Lord in spirit and in truth. It's not, uh, it's not just on the outside, but it's deep on the inside of our hearts. You know, and it we can't contain ourselves when we come to worship. Worshiping the Lord, it, you know, the Spirit of the Lord can come in and take over a service. And the minister, no matter who you are, the pastor, guest speaker, whoever, has to yield to the Spirit of the Lord. You know, it's not about what you have to say. It's not about what I have to say. It's about whatever God has to say, and what he wants to do. If He want to come in and slay the entire uh, service and just send his anointing, which destroys the yoke, uh, then that's what should be done. We're going to say yes to his will and yes to his way, because many go to service and they leave out the same way that they came in. And But the anointing, the anointing destroys the yoke. And let me just be candid about that as well that's only if you let it go you have to let it go uh, you can the anointing can come in and the lord does what he and you walk right outside and pick the very thing up that the lord just released from you and so we all have to be careful and that's why we talk about being rapture ready because uh, our own hearts let's not even talk about the enemy our own hearts are the bible said are deceitful and wicked above all things and so we need to be careful about uh, our heart and that's why we need the word of god the unadulterated truth we need the truth and so uh you know the bible tell us it says watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be counted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the son of man uh, the bible tells us that in a moment in a twinkling of an eye at the last trump the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and then we shall be changed the bible says the day of the lord will come as a thief in the night in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with a fervent heat the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burnt up you know that that car that every that you're praying for that that thing, I'm just going to classify it as all things, materialism that, uh, that that people are striving for instead of seeking to save their soul, is going to be consumed on, uh, and as the scripture said, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the son of man be. For in the days that, they, that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying, giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came. They didn't know. Noah had entered the ark, the angel had locked the door and they did not know till the flood came and took them all away. The so shall also the coming of the son of man be. Know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what hour, or had known what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and he would not have suffered his house to be broken up. You know, one day I made a well-informed decision. Uh, I believe the word of God. I made a decision to seek the Lord for myself. And you know, how about you? How about you? there are many that have heard the word of god but they have not been persuaded to seek the lord for themselves other things is persuading their mind there are some that have started seeking the lord and they stopped along the way because they began to chase after things they begin to chase after flesh they begin to chase after so many you know um, uh, eye candy and uh, stuff that they have they they themselves are being consumed by you need to know that the best option that there is is God's plan. You know, at the end of the day, today's message, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to share something with you uh, at the end of the message and so I uh, just want, want you to know that if you make a poor choice and get left behind, I say I'll give you that at the end of the message. But listen, the Bible tells us in Joshua, Joshua the 24th chapter, if you have your Bibles, um, your devices, whatever you're using, or you're just listening, uh, God bless you. The Bible tells us in Matt, in Joshua, the 24th chapter, uh, verse 14 and 15, it says, Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. You know, I, I've looked, <laughs> I, I've seen scriptures posted um, on people's desks as I walk by and um, I've seen scriptures posted uh, in people's homes as visiting and different things. and But, you know, I, I've never seen uh, this particular scripture that uh, now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. Most of the scriptures are talking about blessings. You know, the Lord's going to make me the head and not to tell. He's going to make me the lender and not the borrower. But even at the end of that verse, it speaks about fearing the Lord and serving him in sincerity and in truth. It goes on to say, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve you the Lord. And if it seems good unto you to serve the Lord, uh, choose you, excuse me, if it seems evil unto you. I, I think about it being good to serve the Lord. But the scripture said, if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, or whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, as for Pastor Carl, uh, me, as for me and my house, this temple that I dwell in, we will serve the Lord. And everyone that is in my house, everyone that is under my roof. You know, growing up, as my children was, was growing up, and God bless, bless each of them, uh, they went to service. There wasn't an option where I could stay at home and, you know, and play video games. I could stay at home and uh, watch TV. I can stay at home. I can skip service. That was not an option. you know, because, uh, because the seed that you plant is going to eventually spring up, and it's going to bring forth some fruit. And you're not going to like what it brings forth. And, you know, whether the Bible said train up a child in the way they should go. And so you want to plant the right seeds in them. They don't, they may not understand it. They're not going to understand it all at the moment. But as time goes on, you know, I've heard the testimonies about as time has gone on. And now, you know, they say, I can see it. I understand it. But not only them, I've heard others, uh, other children and say, you know, I didn't get it then, but I get it today. And then just thank God for the eye opener. And even myself, I didn't get it then. Like I get it today. I was joking with my uh, daughter. I said, you know what I said? If if my pastor, I said if she was here, she would slap me. And she said, why? I said, because (laughs) because, you know, just jokingly, you finally you get it. You're getting what the ministry has been all about. You're getting what the gospel has been telling you all what I've been preaching, what I have been ministering, you know, and she was a very loving uh, individual and taught me well. But I get it. I I see things today that I did not, you know, uh, when I was younger, I didn't see it like I like today. I'm a little older today. And so. Uh, you know, the Bible tells us in numbers, the 14, just like you, you didn't, there were some things that you didn't get then that you understand now. A of, I, I, I like what, I think it was Huckleberry uh, Finn in one of the writings um, that said, you know, when I was, when I was younger, I thought my, my dad was a, a fool and I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing because I don't remember the exact, but, but as I got older, uh, he got a little wiser. And so uh, the Bible tells us in Numbers, but my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him and have followed me fully. Caleb followed the Lord fully. And that, that's what each of us have to do is to follow the Lord fully. Him will I bring into the land where to he went and his seed shall possess it. The 30th verse says, Doubtless you shall not come into the land concerning which I swear to make you dwell therein save Caleb the son of Jephna and Joshua the son of Nun. Now those two out of all the people that came out of Egypt, the Lord is saying that they're going to go into the promised land because they had a different spirit. You have to have a different spirit. You can't have the same spirit as the world and expect to be rapture ready. You can't have the same spirit as everyone else. Don't try to impersonate no one. Don't try to impersonate uh, any religious figure. Be what God has called you to be, and that is saved, sanctified, and doing his will. Be an ambassador for Christ. Pattern yourself. The Bible says that he gave some pastors, some apostles, some prophets, evangelists, teachers, for the perfecting of the saints till we all come into this fullness of the statue. Of the man Christ Jesus so therefore we shall be patterning ourselves after the Lord and the only way you can pattern yourself after the Lord is by getting into his word and understanding what he is saying now he came he said I I'm I've been written in the volume of the book it's all about me so you have to go back into Genesis and on through Revelation to understand what is going on and you'll find out that from Genesis Uh, All the way through to the end that it's about being uh, ready to be caught up, ready to be caught up. Whether you leave here today and are in the grave or or you're going to have to be caught up. Remember, the scripture said that the dead in Christ shall rise first and then we which are alive. And so you have to be ready whether you're asleep or whether you're awoke. Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel Together. Uh, now this particular book, uh, the sixth of the of uh, the, the Bible provides us with great insight about the saints of God, also known as God's elect. And so uh, uh, we need to be clear that the Pope does not make saints. Uh, God does. God calls imperfect people that worship that once worshiped idols, that once were homongous. Once were adulterers, liars, thieves, and many other things, less than righteous. And he worked with us because we gave him something to work with. And that, and that brought about deliverance. It brought about deliverance from different types of addictions. Uh, and therefore, we are his elect today. Uh, thank God because he has such a deliverance. You know, deliverance not seen by any other uh, so-called religion. Uh, deliverance that's not administered by anyone else. Uh, it's not just a, a, a philosophy. It's not just a theology, but it is the power of God that is at work in each of us uh, to make us saints. A saint is one that has set themselves apart, uh, elect of God, one that has been called out. And so God is coming back. Uh, the Bible said that uh, Jude uh, was re- quoting uh, Ena and said that the lord is coming back with ten thousands of his saints and he's coming back to get the elect that has been called out and that have remained that have purposed themselves to seek the lord and so the bible says that joshua gathered all the tribes of israel uh, to shechem and he called for the elders of israel uh he called for uh, uh the elders and the heads. He called for the judges and the officers and all, so all the ministers and auxiliary leaders, uh, those supporting facets, uh, to present themselves before the Lord. Now, remember, this is the ecclesia in the wilderness. This is the church in the wilderness that is being called out and being called together. And he reminded them that uh, of what God has done. Uh, sometimes we need to be reminded of what God has done. Uh, you know, uh, Janet Jackson used to sing a song, and uh, what have you done for me lately? Well, God has done a lot for us. Uh, but what have we done? What have we done for the Lord? Uh, you know, so the saints of God needed to be reminded uh, of what God has done. Uh, we need to uh, we get caught up in the cares of this life. And it chokes the life out of us because it chokes the word of God out of us. Uh, Mark 4 and 19 says in the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entered in, in and in where, in in and into us, where? Into our hearts, into our minds, into our spirits. And it choked the word and the word became unfruitful. It could not prosper. It could not uh, uh, bring forth the fruit. It could not bring forth the results in which God was looking for. Remember, when you were in bondage, you cried out unto the Lord to deliver you. When, uh, when you would have lost it, when you would have, Satan, the Lord rebuke you, the blood of Jesus is against you. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your Lord God. When the enemy uh, had you down and you cried out unto the Lord, uh, when you would have lost it, some would have lost their mind. Uh, some lost uh, possessions because they had fallen into the, the trap of the enemy. Bless you, Jesus. Uh, some situations uh, where uh, uh, deliverance came about at the stroke of midnight. It was the deadline. It was the word of God that stepped in and lifted up a standard. Now, I need you all to pray with me right now because I, I'm in the in the sanctuary and we're doing this broadcast, but the enemy is trying to fight. So I'm, I'm letting you know so that everybody can be praying right along with me. God bless you, Jesus. When Egypt, the Amorites, the Moabites, even my servants and the prophet Baal spoke against you. Uh, they cur- he cursed you, gave their opinion, you know, uh, even in the church. Uh, there are some that will give their opinion about what they think, while smiling in your face. Uh, church, listen, uh, listen. You know, even though, uh, oh, bless you, Jesus. Uh, you thought you knew, and who? Uh, they don't know that you know who they are, and who they, and what they were doing. The conversation and the damage that was intended. When they called for Baal to speak against the children of Israel, they were looking to, to bring about damage. Now, this was a prophet of God, one, a man that was that was known to speak and, and God performed on his behalf. And so in the, even in the church in the wilderness, even as today, there are those that, yes, they know how to pray. They know how to seek God and God hears them. Uh, You know, but they also speak into the ear of other people. Uh, They will assassinate your character, say things about you. And and even though you know who it is, even though you know about the conversation, even though the damage that was intended to be done, God stepped in and stopped it. Uh, You know, you don't have to confront your enemy. You don't have to call the name out. And watch how God and watch what the Lord does. He prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. And he anoints your head with oil so that it runs over. The pain that they tried to cause became the power of God. And so a bell. bell had God's ear. Now, there's no doubt about that because the Bible says that the Lord refused to hear him. Baal had God's ear. He had influence, but not permission. You see, he had uh, was operating in the permissive will. And we have to listen. I want to encourage you. To, and, and you'll hear in some of the if you go back to the archives, you will hear me talking about the permissive will and, and the divine will. The permissive will. Uh, allows you to uh, get things and have and be in situations that are yet uh, connected to righteousness, yet connected to uh, the will of God, but it is not the divine appointment. Uh, see, in order to be wrapped, you have to be in the divine will of God, not the permissive will of God. And we'll we'll touch on that another time, but uh, Israel was covered at that moment in the divine will. They had a divine appointment. And under other circumstances, Bell word may have, uh, but not this time. You need to operate in the divine will of God. Seek after God's divine will because it covers you. It covers what you ask and it covers what you think. It places you in a different position. It moves you into a different level of operation. It causes, oh, bless your name, Jesus. It causes you to receive and to pull into uh, the time what God has spoken concerned about you in eternity. Uh, I would, uh, listen, the Bible said, God said, I would not listen to Bell. So he Could do nothing but bless you over and over again. I delivered you out of his head. When the pastor tried to come when the Gershites tried, when the Hivites, when the Jebusites came against you, I sent a hornet's nest to handle it. Uh, That was lightweight. And you didn't have to lift a hand. You didn't have to lift a sword. You didn't have to pull a bowstring. You didn't have to do nothing. Remember, Joshua has called the tribes of Israel to Shechem, and he called for the elders. He called for the ecclesia. He called for the church that they should listen and remember what God has done. We need to remember what the Lord has done. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away uh, the gods which your father served. I know that that sometimes uh, people uh, too often and I, I'm afraid of this because uh, because we lean so much to what a tradition has been. I'm not talking about tradition in the church. I'm talking about tradition outside of the church that the church has allowed to come infiltrate to come inside. And so we lean to those traditions and we go along with those traditions and because we was raised in those traditions. Even though we know the truth about those traditions, we yet hold on to them. And and God has been replaced. God has been replaced by those traditions and it has been acceptable. It has been deemed acceptable to do it. But we should be uh, following what God is saying. And so the Bible says, Put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood, the other gods that they served in Egypt, and serve ye the Lord. Fear means to recognize, to respect, to live in awe of his greatness, and submit to his deity. Proverbs 9 and 10 says, Fear the Lord. Uh, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of, of the of his holy or the holy is understanding, sincerity, the quality of being free from unquestionable activity, the deceit or hypocrisy, knowing and living by those conviction. Now, uh, Titus, uh, Brother Titus uh, said, speak thou the things which become sound doctrine. And that's what we're doing this morning. We're talking about sound doctrine. And he said to tell the old, the elders, the aged men, to be sober, uh, to be grave, temperate, uh, found sound in faith and in charity and in patience. Likewise, tell the aged women uh, that they should behavior should be cometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine or teachers uh, and be teachers of good things. Uh, too many uh, of our older men and our older women are running around trying to be young, uh, trying to catch something young. Uh, trying to fulfill uh, their uh, trying to fulfill desires and not fulfilling the word of God. And so therefore, they're not uh, acting in temperance. They're not being sober minded. They're not being patient. Uh, They're not behavior as uh, becoming holiness. And yes, some are even false accusers and dipping and dabbling in wine. And they are not good teachers of good things because they set very bad examples. But listen, the word of God says to change that, uh, to do what is right. Uh, What are we doing? We're going to fear the Lord and we're going to serve him in sincerity and we're going to serve him in truth. He said that they might teach the younger women and teach the younger man to love the husbands and the children, to be discreet. Uh, to chase and be keepers of the home and good and obedient unto uh, their husbands and husbands to love their wives, uh, even as Christ has loved the church. Uh, we should never leave that out when we talk about uh, uh, talking about submitting ourselves. Uh, we should talk also about the men and how they should submit themselves uh, unto God and, and, and be an example. But uh, the word of God says that uh, so that we don't blaspheme and the young man to be sober minded. He said, "In all these things, show thyself a pattern of good works in doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, insincerity. Your behavior should be unquestionable." Uh, and he said, "To serve the Lord in truth, truth uh, to reveal, to review the evidence and deal with the facts. You got to deal with the evidence, and you have to deal with the facts. Deal with reality, not personal opinion." Personal opinion, uh, most of the time, is tainted with individual bias, unless it is from the word of God. And so he said, as it seemed evil unto you to serve the Lord, uh, if it seems evil, you got to make a choice today. Uh, and who are you going to serve? Whether you're going to serve the gods in which your fathers, in which tradition, in which uh, history, in which others uh, have uh, claimed to be true, or are you going to take the truth? and you're going to run with it. And you're going to serve the Lord. He said, I'm, uh, Joshua said, you know what? Uh, after I, he said all of that, he said, but ask for me. Ask for me and my house. We're going to serve the Lord. Uh, no matter what you do, no matter what you think. No matter how you want to act. No matter how you want to justify it. No matter how you want to look at it. He said, ask for me and my house. I'm going to serve the Lord. No matter what you say. I'm going to serve the Lord. No matter what you do. I'm going to serve the Lord. Uh, No matter how many books you open up and and try to read quotes, uh, I'm going to serve the Lord. I know what God has done. I've seen the power of God. I know where God has delivered us from. I know how God has brought us out, how the power of God has showed up. Uh, Bless you, Lord Jesus. Even at this moment, uh, bless you, Lord God. The power of God that has showed up and showed up. The power of God that brought about deliverance. The power of God that healed when the doctors didn't know what to do. The power of God that delivered from addiction when when couldn't give it up by myself. The power of God that, that set us free when when no one else would believe and no one else would try to help. The power of God that when we were kicked to the curb that raised us up and, and put us back into a house. The power of God that, that brought us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. The power of God. I've seen what God can do. I saw what he did for my brothers. I saw what he did for my sisters. I, I heard the testimony of what he did for the for the saint over there and for the elect over here. I saw and heard the power of God with my own eyes. And so I'm going to choose to serve God with my house. I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to put away the gods that, that others are serving and I'm gonna remember what the Lord has done. To be rapture ready, you have to fear the Lord. To be rapture ready, you gotta serve God with sincerity. To be rapture ready, you gotta serve him in truth, and you gotta put away other things. You gotta put away every weight and sin that so easily would set you aside from God that would cause you not to be able to stand in the presence of God. you got to protect the house that you in. You gotta protect it with all your might the bible said guard your heart diligently oh bless your name jesus you can know the truth uh listen uh, you can know the truth let me let me let me warn you about something here you can know the truth you can sincerely believe the truth and you can fear god but not serve him let that resonate for a moment uh-huh you can know the truth. You can believe. And with all sincerity. This is truth. And you can fear God. And not serve him. The Bible says. Thou believest that there is one God. Mm-hmm, that's good. Thou doest well. The devil also believes. And trembles. So the devil knows the truth. The devil believes in God, the devil uh, fears the Lord. But those fallen angels who chose to kept not their first estate, they knew the truth. They would sincerely believe God's word and is afraid of him, but can never serve him in the beauty of holiness. Cannot serve him in the beauty of holiness. Can't serve him, can't do it. You don't want to be like that. Uh, uh, no false pretenses here. No faking and shaking. No playing around. We're talking about serving the Lord. Talking about seeing the power of God in your life, in your home, wherever you are. Oh, to see the power of God continue, that's part of being uh, in this life. Is to know the power of God and to see the power of God at work. And when I, I'm not talking about things. Things come and things go. How many cars have you traded in? How many times have you moved? You know, things come and go. Clothes, we outgrow the clothes and all of that. Let's let's talk about the real deal. Let's talk about the real stuff. And that is uh man's trichotomy: body, soul, and spirit, being connected with his maker. All souls are mine, and the soul that sinneth it shall die. All souls are mine. And the soul that's in it, it will die. But listen, the word of God also says that if we live in by his statutes if we live by if we follow his commandments, we'll live in them. So everybody's not dying. Everybody is not going to be left behind. Well, I'm going to be caught up. I'm I'm dedicated. I'm sincere. Know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Knowing the truth, live and applying God's word. Listen, the thing that is different between righteous and unrighteous is the fact that and and holy and unholy is the fact that even when you don't feel like doing it, you do it anyhow, because, you know, it will be pleasing unto the Lord. Listen. Mm. The Bible says this. David said that my foot almost slipped. I saw the wicked spread out and prospering like a green bay tree. And I. Lost it for a moment. I get upset. Uh, I was having a moment. You know, I was feeling a certain way, but I went on to the house of God. And when I got into the house of God, I realized what was going on. I realized what the end would be. You know, some people are receiving things right now because they're getting the rewards for their righteousness right now. And that's all they have coming. They're not going to have an eternal reward like they think they're going to have I don't want to be and you don't want to be in that situation to think that no you want to know for sure and the only way to know for sure is by doing what giving myself away give yourself away unto the Lord let the Lord live by his word live by the word of God because it covers all areas in our lives it covers all areas it covers all areas be dedicated unto the Lord Dedicate yourself. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. I'm going to stop right here. But if you listen, if you have not committed yourself to the Lord, if you have not dedicated your life, or maybe you need to rededicate your life unto him, I want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to to rededicate your life to the Lord, you know, and, and if you have not had your sins remitted in the name of Jesus. Every place where we read in the scripture, uh, the Lord told them, he said, go into the land and, and to all the world, uh, preaching remission of sin. That means you got to point things out to people. You got to let them know where they're, where they're missing the mark and, and baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Well, when they asked Peter on the day of Pentecost, uh, they witnessed the power of God And Peter got up and began to exhort the word of God. They said, men and brethren, what must we do to be saved? And Peter said, repent, turn from unrighteousness and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus for the remission of sin. The Lord did not come and correct Peter because Peter was on the mark. He he knew exactly what Jesus was saying. In every place where we read in the scripture, they were baptized in Jesus' name. The Bible tells us that when Paul came across those that uh, he asked them, have you received since you believed? They said, no, we didn't even know about the Holy Ghost. And he began to minister unto them so that they would receive the Holy Ghost. When Peter was in the house of Carnelius, uh, as he ministered the word of God, the Holy Ghost fell. And the Gentiles received that group of Gentiles received the Holy Ghost. And Peter uh, said, look, there's, there's nothing hindering the water, and so they were baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sin. Some came across those that had been baptized under repentance, and he asked them, uh, and they were rebaptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sin. You need to have your sins remitted, have sin washed away. The blood of Jesus is applied. Don't let nobody fool you. The word of God is not antiquated. We have not come to the fulfillment of God's word we're yet listen we're 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 in the dispensation of grace we're in a period in which uh everyone did not see daniel saw the messiah being cut off and then he saw the kingdom of god being established but he didn't see the dispensation of grace in which we are in right now that dispensation of grace is soon going to be done away with we're coming to the end of a decade you know, and, uh, and it's not about, listen, it's not about what's going on politically. It's not about what's going on. Uh, and it's all about the word of God because everything is being controlled. Everything is submitting itself to the word of God except humans, humanity. What about you? Oh, bless your name, Jesus. We have to submit ourselves unto the Lord. Think about that for a moment. Every day we need to. We need to rededicate ourselves. Crucify our flesh. Say no I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to sin. And get it and go against the will of God. I know what's right. I know what I need to do. And guess what. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do what's right. And after a while it becomes easier. It becomes better in what we do. Bless your name Jesus. Mighty God. I pray that something has been said this morning that is gonna that has blessed your soul. But I, I said also that that I was gonna share something with you, you know, about what to do. If you don't get caught up. If you don't make the rapture, well, you know, when we talk about the rapture, we are talking about being caught up. As much as I hope to see you here, you know, the Lord Terry, or to see you there. Now, some are not going to choose to be ready on that great day. And I hope that's not you. And the only way that you won't be ready is if you do not believe. Uh, Maybe you felt getting some trim or getting lit was more important. Uh, Someone said not planning is planning to fail. You got to plan and you got to carry out those actions. So here's what you can do if if you don't watch and if you don't pray. If you don't hear the last trump of God. If you don't change from being unholy to being holy. The saints of God are going to be caught up. His elect are going to be caught up. And so if you're not caught up, this is what you can do. That's it. And that's right, I didn't say anything because there is nothing you can do. All that you can do, you need to do right now. You need to do today. And from this day, this moment, going forward. This is Pastor Carl Henderson, Cornerstone Apostolic Church, 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Again, if you've missed any part of the messages, please visit connectingtrue.org and click down on demand to access the message archives. The songs featured on this uh, broadcast are respective property of our songstress, our artists, and their producers. So I just want you to know that. Um, and with that being said, you know, let's remember to pray for the, the president elect. Uh, after each election, the the selected candidate inherits the responsibilities and so they also inherit whatever problems there were or whatever uh, was whatever's right whatever's wrong is being inherited and the bible tells us that we should pray for leadership there's no excuse not to pray for leaders let's not talk about leaders let's pray for them and you don't have to agree with them to, to pray for them pray that they have wisdom, knowledge, and a willingness to do what is right so that we can have peaceful lives until the Lord calls us home. This is Pastor Carl. Again, just want to encourage your heart. I you to know I love you. Love uh, each of you that have taken their time out to, to listen to the Word of God and to share it with someone else. Share the Word with someone else. And with that uh, being said, we're going to uh, just play this song out and think about the goodness of God be blessed until we see you again, amen